0: Sports and taking guitar lessons, and doing all the things that normal thirteen year olds tend to do. And since he loved the law, and studied it, and watched it, and talked about little else, the rest of his class was quick to yield to Theo when discussing legal matters. When it came to the law, Theo had no competition, at least not in Mr. Mount's eighth grade homeroom. Theo began Well, we saw the first day of the first trial four months ago, so you know the lineups and the players the lawyers are the same, the charges are the same. Mr. Duffy is still Mr. Duffy. There is a different jury this time around, and, of course, there is the issue of a new eyewitness who did not testify during the first trial.' "'Guilty!' yelled Woody from the back of the room. Several others chimed in and added their agreement. "'All right,' Theo said. "'Show of hands. Who thinks Pete Duffy is guilty?' Fourteen of sixteen hands shot upward with no hesitation whatsoever. Chase Whipple, a mad scientist who took pride in never agreeing with a majority, sat with his arms folded across his chest. Theo did not vote, but instead became irritated. "'This is ridiculous. How can you vote guilty before the trial has started, before we know what the witnesses will say, before anything happens?' We've talked about the presumption of innocence. In our system, a person charged with a crime is presumed to be innocent until proven guilty. Pete Duffy will walk into the courtroom this morning completely innocent, and will remain innocent until all the witnesses have testified and all the proof is before the jury. The presumption of innocence, remember? Mr. Mount stood in a corner and watched Theo at his best. He had seen this before many times. The kid was a natural on his feet, the star of the eighth-grade debate team, of which Mr. Mount was the faculty advisor. Theo pressed on, still pretending to be indignant at his classmates' rush to judgment. And proof beyond a reasonable doubt, remember? What's the matter with you guys? Guilty! Woody yelled again, and got some laughs. Theo knew it was a lost cause. He said, OK, OK, can I go now? Sure, Mr. Mount replied. The bell rang loudly, and all sixteen boys headed for the door. Theo darted into the hallway and raced to the front office where Miss Gloria, the school secretary, was on the phone. She liked Theo, because his mother had handled her first divorce, and because Theo had once given her some unofficial advice when her brother was caught driving drunk. She handed Theo a yellow release form signed by Mrs. Gladwell, and he was off. The clock above her desk gave the time at exactly 8.47. Outside, at the bike rack by the flagpole, Theo unlocked his chain, wrapped it around the handlebars, and sped away. If he obeyed the rules of the road and stayed on the streets, he would arrive in front of the courthouse in fifteen minutes. But if he took the usual shortcuts, and raced through an alley or two, and cut across a backyard here and another one there, and ran at least two stop signs, Theo could make it in about ten minutes. On this day, he did not have time to spare. He knew the courtroom was already packed. He would be lucky to get a seat. He flew through an alley, got airborne twice, then darted through the backyard of a man he knew, an unpleasant man, a man who wore a uniform and tried to act as though he were a real officer of the law, when in fact he was little more than a part-time security guard. His name was Buck Boland, or Buck Baloney, as some people whispered behind his back, and Theo saw him occasionally hanging around the courthouse as theo flew across mr boland's backyard he heard a loud angry voice get out of here kid theo turned to his left just in time to see mr boland throw a rock in his direction the rock landed very close by and theo pedaled even harder that was close he thought perhaps he should find another route nine minutes after leaving the school Theo wheeled to a stop in front of the Stratton County Courthouse, quickly chained his bike to the rack, and sprinted inside, up the grand staircase, and to the massive front doors of Judge Gantry's courtroom. There was a crowd at the door, spectators in a line trying to get in, and TV cameras with their bright lights, and several grim-faced deputies trying to keep order. Theo's least favorite deputy in all of Strattonburg was an old, grouchy man named Gossett, and as luck would have it, Gossett saw Theo trying to ease his way through the crowd. "'Where do you think you're going, Theo?' Gossett growled. "'It should be obvious where I'm going,' Theo thought quickly to himself. "'Where else would I be going at this moment, at the beginning of the biggest murder trial in the history of our county? But being a wise guy would not help matters.' Theo whipped out his release from school and said sweetly, "'I have permission from my principal to watch the trial, sir.'